And we're back! Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the Not So Real Estate Real Estate Podcast. We're here with Blake and Reese and Lewis. All right, we're back. What episode are we on, boys? This is four. Episode four. Dang, episode four. We made it. I know. This is basically the big show now. It's all good, baby, baby. (laughs) It was all a dream. (laughs) We were just talking about our our, our, our verses. Our uh, Our lines. Our lines, yeah, for our, our rap. Yeah. Lines. Do we end it with that? Yeah, we'll have to come back to that towards the end. Full circle, you know. We had said our subject for today was appetizers. Frick. My favorite. What does that mean, Reese? Help. Uh, Lewis, can you explain this one, actually? Actually, I think this is for you to explain. Dang it. All right, do it. I wanted you to explain it. Um, Appetizers. Something that I love. And... I'm only recently learning to appreciate and enjoy is ordering an appetizer before an entree. Wow. Is there a deeper meaning to this? Um, yes, I think so. We never did that. I never got to do that. I don't know why. We just never got appetizers. Like, okay. Yeah. When I was growing up, it's not something we, it's just not something we I did, agree. I was you know? right there with you. We like, just didn't do it. We just didn't do it. If we did, it was that must be our dinner, and we were yeah. gonna split it. You were, or, or you were ordering something off the appetizer menu to go like it was as your entree. Yeah, like usually, exactly. w- usually wings are on an appetizer menu, right? But sometimes you could get like an order of wings as your entree. Yep, my brother did that a lot. He likes wings. Ah, so, but then, just recently, like probably within the last, I don't know year and a half, two years, I'm learning to appreciate appetizers. Yeah. For the, uh, I don't know if luxury is the right word. Is it a luxury? Would you call that a luxury? Freak yeah. 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 Yeah, How do you feel about that, Blake? I've, appetizers and desserts are both luxuries. Mm -hmm. Eating out is a luxury. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Period. Um, I think... It was quite a, it was a few years ago now, but learning the art of enjoying food, like as a, an experience Mm -hmm. versus like how I still battle is like, oh, I just need to eat because my body needs it for me to continue functioning. I kind of, depending on the season of life can treat eating and drinking like the common necessities as kind of a burden to my day. Hmm. Anyone, you know, like. Sure. It's just like, frick, I, what do you mean I have to go pee now? Like, I knew I shouldn't have drank that water. Yeah. While I'm peeing, I'm wasting like, time. you have to get up. You know? Yeah. And uh, when I was a little kid, um, any families listening to this, they're going to laugh because they know it's true. And just showing how I've been since I was a kid, I would get frustrated when I would fall asleep for a nap because I felt like I was wasting time. Really? Yeah. Even as a child? As, excuse me, as a child, yes. Hmm. I can relate to that. Yeah, it's really odd. Um, but anyway, enjoyed to really like food mm. and to be okay with if I'm going to go out, I'm going to want to enjoy myself yeah. somehow. Like I worked freaking hard and I want to enjoy this meal. Yep. Because I've spent many a meals 
resenting the meal that I'm eating while I'm eating it, stealing the joy from that particular moment. Mm -hmm. And I can't change the fact that me and my wife are already sat down to eat. We're going to eat and we're going to spend some money. Yeah. But then I'm like half like there and half thinking about how much the meal's going to cost. And now it's sucking the experience and the joy out. And it doesn't mean I'm going and ordering everything off the menu, but it also means like I almost have to give my head right or get my head right before I even leave the house. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to go have an experience right now at a restaurant. True. I'm going to go, you know, it doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant. It can be freaking Chili's. Catch me at Chili's. Great lunch special queso, over at Chili's. The queso appetizer. Great lunch specials over there. Yep. Yeah, they do. Um, With the honey crispers. It's just Oof. honest, you know? It is. You know, it's just honest. But uh, that was something like when I'm, was looking at like budget stuff. I spend a t- spend a ton of money on food. Yeah, and there's that like Dave Ramsey side of me that's like, well, was it in your food budget, son? <laughs> it's like my food budget's like three grand. So yeah, yeah, it was Dave. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, but in reality, like I've cut so many things out of my life. Like I have very few things that I enjoy. Food. Like that I can enjoy in a sense of like it's not a detriment not to me. Yeah, yeah, like it's not a detri- detriment to me or anyone else. It's mm-hmm. I get some joy out of it. Yeah. So I was just like, frick, I'm going to, and I think I've told you boys too. It's mm-hmm. like me and my wife are going to eat. Yeah. And if we're going to go out to eat, we're going to, we're going to eat good. Mm-hmm. And I might put it on the credit card, but we need that time together and I need that meal. Um, and I'm just going to have to be okay with it. Yeah. So the appetizers can be referred to as the experience. Yes. The memories being created. Yep. And uh, and just enjoying it. That's what I think. It's a, like We don't a, measure those things in business. Yeah. That's what I think it's like the metaphor for is when I said appetizers. Like we hadn't planned that, but I just, I don't know. I thought it came to my head, so I threw it out there. Yep. But like the whole experience of it, of like... I don't know. It's kind of fun, I think. Cause you're like, ooh, you feel like kind of like even like you said, if you just go to Chili's and get like some chips, like you get like it's a full course meal. You're like, wow, because like in movies, usually right. four co- full four co- full course meals are kind of bougie a little bit. But mm-hmm. Chili's, it's not that bougie. And I just want to clarify: was it four or was it full? Full. Well, either way, full depends course? depends on where you're eating. Could four be four course. course. Could be six course. Yeah, get crazy. To our audience out there, I would love a comment or something stating how many courses, the most courses you've ever had in a meal. It would help me out a lot. Yeah, Um, clarity. Haven't really spent a lot of time anywhere else outside of California um, or the United States. So I would love to hear a little bit more about that because I heard other places, other countries really value what a meal means a lot more than... I think we do here, you know, even though we're really good at consuming I, yeah. meals, the, the experience and the joy that comes with breaking bread with people, mm-hmm. I feel like we've become so focused on our productivity, our efficiency, our metrics that we, we miss out mm-hmm. on the majority of like joyful things that yeah. God has planned for us to experience along the way. Well, that's so good what you just said too, because like... Well, I even find like eating out, like if, if, I mean, it rarely ever happens, but if I'm here at the office by myself and no one's here, I probably won't go get something to eat more than yeah. likely. Like, cause there's, 
I just, that's like probably one of my favorite things about what we have going on here is we all go eat together pretty much every day. And like, well, you guys do. Well, yeah, sometimes play. I, I it, go by myself. It's different people. Okay. I don't like to do that personally because I just, anyway, but anyway, I just love that being able to eat with people, you know? Yeah, sorry, I was doing some stuff at the camera right now. Just a little bit of sad eyes. No, but I wanted to say, like, I have come to wholeheartedly enjoy my alone time lunches. Hmm. Was never really like that, but um, I enjoy going places by myself and just kind of like being more of a spectator of life. Um, might be too personal. My my therapist says I'm going through second half of life problems. <laughs> she was like, uh, I think it's because maybe you've been through quite a bit, but yeah. a lot of the issues that I deal with with you are people in their second half of life, like mm-hmm. figuring it out. And so like, I love being a spectator to life more now than I ever have before. <clears throat> and I think a lot of it is because I was constantly... And I still am. You guys know I'm coming out of season. Or I'm still in a season. It just, my mindset has shifted. And so I talk about it differently. But I want to enjoy the experience, even if the experience doesn't appear to have a lot of joy. Mm. Um, I think the thing that I tell myself, and maybe I told you, Lewis, or someone else, was there is going to come a day where we miss the times that we struggled. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. That's weird, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh, we're always, we're just gone. We got to get to the other side of this. That way, when our bills are paid, when everything is um, paid off, we can sit back and enjoy. No, you no, you can't. And no, you don't. And even if you did get to that place, how much percentage or how much time of your life did you waste just focusing on where you wanted to be? And then you got that hit of getting there mm-hmm. and it lasted a whole bit of 15 minutes. Mm. And it's like, what? what's next? Yeah. Like, what? Well, what are we going to? We know what's going on now. And when we realize that 90 plus percent of our life is spent in the hallway on our way to or from our destination, we got to figure out a way to get our thinking aligned with finding the joy in the hallway, not in the master bedroom or even in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the appetizers, (laughs) but on the walk from the kitchen to the master bedroom, how do we find our joy? Mm Mm-hmm. And on that hallway, I see pictures of my family. I see pictures of my friends, my team, businesses, successes, failures. All of it is part of the experience on my way from the kitchen to the bedroom. And a lot of times we walk down that hallway and we don't even have either that we feel like we don't have the time or the energy to look around, to, to look around at it. I think that's a great analogy because one, you got to fall in love with the journey. Mm-hmm. And if you're not looking at what's on the walls, whether it be your family, the appetizers, you're not enjoying that stuff, yep. you will drown. Yeah, yep. You will burn yourself out. And then and I'm, I'm not going to say you did it for anything. I mean, you'll learn something throughout the way, but you, you have to fall in love with the journey, which requires you to enjoy, enjoy things yep. as you're going and not, like you had mentioned, you know, there's times too where we're going to go out to dinner and you have to prep yourself. Like, okay, I need to enjoy this. Not think about how much it's going to cost. Right. So like that stuff. Matters. Or do those backhanded comments to your wife. Like, yeah. oh, getting the ribeye tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> getting the fillet tonight, huh? Yeah. Yeah. 
and a drink getting a soda with that too you sure honey i think i'm just gonna do croutons like like reese yeah i have done that at chili's (laughs) yes you have yeah where i I just order a bowl of croutons yeah it was good too they have good croutons but i would even better it's the ranch (sighs) yeah you go a little overboard with the ranch though in my opinion this full (laughs) you like have a side of hamburger with your ranch (laughs) <laughs> like I'm talking like gets three or four ranch things and dumps one ranch thing on the burger per bite, you know, try to support the industry. Yeah. As much as That's I can. good of you though. Good on you. Do you have a lot of ranch at home? None. None. Because I am so picky with my ranches. The reason why I go so ham is because I ain't got the hidden Valley in the fridge. It's not on deck like that. Do you like hidden Valley though? I don't. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, guys you know out who there. Has good ranch, though. Me and Ed's. Oh, Solid dude, ranch. Sometimes, bro. if I need ranch for something, I'll go to me and Ed's. Yeah. And I'll just pick it up. It's like Solid. three minutes from my house. Solid ranch. Hey, can I get four ranches? Mm. And it's like $20 now because the price went up. It used to be a quarter. Yeah. Wow. Sound like that old ass man. You remember when burger was 10 cents? Yeah, I saw it on a picture at In and Out. You were live then? <laughs> um, but, like, that's how me and Ed's, it was yeah. 25 cents for a ranch. Yeah, now it's a dollar something. Now it's freaking 50 cents, a dollar. They'd be messing around with that two ounce versus four ounce, but you open up the four ounce and they only put two in there, and then I'm yep. ticked. Yeah. And, but it's they kind of swirl bro. it around so it looks yeah, like Yeah, they it's give full. it the old shake so the you shake can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but I would even take that analogy one step further, going back to your hallway, yeah, is that, like, if we uh, if we look at it on a spiritual level, we spend a hundred percent of our lives in the hallway, right? Absolutely. Because if our end goal is eternity, mm-hmm. then we're on the sanctification journey, getting closer to Jesus. And so we have like, if we don't enjoy it, then we will hate our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll look around. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Is look at the society that has been constructed, the system and way the way in which it was built. They have designed people. To be miserable. Mm -hmm. Miserable people are a lot easier to control. Mm -hmm. Scared people are a lot easier to control. Um, And in a really, really sad way, like you almost have to, at some point in your adult life, unplug yourself from the matrix that we have all been raised in. So glad I was able to bring the matrix full circle. Caleb, freaking let's go but i and if any of you guys watched uh the matrix you understand more or less but the gist is not that it's like as intense as that movie makes it seem but there's a metaphor there that is so true a lot of what we perceive a lot of what we go after a lot of it is illusionary and has no true substance um and when you can detach yourself enough from it to recognize that why wouldn't I do my very best in whatever I want? Um, because like, what do I have to lose? But instead we focus on, well, I have all of this to lose. So I'm just going to play it safe and play it safe is where the matrix keeps you plugged in. Not playing it safe is when you start to like bust up the system a little bit and you start understanding that like, yeah, I'm going to like, I know it's always been done like this, but I'm going to ask a question here. 
Like, I'm going to be a little bit defiant and not just comply because someone said, like, I want to get to the why. I want to understand the why. Mm-hmm. And even deeper now, I want to understand the why to me. If I don't know the why to me, like, all my other whys, are, they're irrelevant. They're disingenuous, not on purpose, but by default because we don't even truly know the why of why I'm here doing what I'm doing. Why do I love it? What do I love? Um, but the matrix in and of itself wants you focused on the stuff and the things and not the eternal things, which are the relationships, mm-hmm. the pursuit of knowing that you're a part of something that's bigger than you. Love, joy. Those are not bound by a circumstance or a situation. Yet the matrix has us plugged into thinking about all of this other stuff mm. that has no heavy weight to it besides compliance in the system, compliance in the matrix, compliance in being understood by your friends or being understood by your family or being under a lot of just like, well, who, who really cares though? Uh, you talking about this, and I think it's important that you share this. Um, it, I'm visualizing a herd, right? Yeah. And everyone in that herd is playing it safe. But you always say this. You say this line, and, and you say, I'll let you say the line, but when is when is a man most dangerous? You always say this. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you explain yeah. that? And I want to say this a couple different ways because, like, you know, I'm like that warrior athletic competitive. So when I talk about things, it can get sometimes like kind of deep and a little bit dark. Um, not in the way that I mean it, but the best way I can sum it up and I'll say what you're wanting me to say, Mm. but the apostle Paul is where I derived it from. Mm. The apostle Paul, um, wrote the most new Testament books in the Bible and his favorite or one of he's dude's wild, but one of my favorite lines is to die is gain and to live is Christ. And I've, I've read that before and I passed over it. It was like, oh yeah, you know, it's cool. That is such a weighty line. The Apostle Paul, head author of pretty much the New Testament, straight up said, I'd rather die. I'd rather die. But if I'm here, I must be here for a, a reason and a purpose. Mm-hmm. And he was so solid in that. Um, we were... Uh, I was reading Philippians yesterday in my group and he had the courage to say this, and this is wild. He said, it is for your benefit that I am alive because I'd rather be dead. (laughs) But because I'm alive, my joy comes in seeing you edified. My joy comes in seeing you grow. My joy comes. And I was like, Because you read some of this stuff and it's like, oh, it's the Bible, it's whatever. But it's like, no, put it in perspective. We're all sitting at this table. I'm sitting here right now telling you guys, straight up, guys, I'd rather be in heaven. I'd rather go. rather not be here. This this life is hard. But as long as God's got air in my lungs, hey, lucky you. I'm here to bless the snot out of you. Like, that's what the Apostle Paul is essentially saying. And I want us all to get set to such a point in our walk where we can say, yeah, to die is gain. Mm-hmm. Even having everything you've ever wanted, to die is absolutely gain. But while I'm here, dang it, my breath's going to count. Yeah. My life's going to count. My purpose is going to count. 
and anyone that's in my fold, I have to believe was from God. If they're in the inner fold, there's people that are not from God and they don't end up in the inner one. But the ones that are in the inner one, Lord, I know you sent them to me. And this could be a significant other. This could be friends. This could be family. This could be friends that turn in. Whatever that is, whoever it is, you don't have to be planning a church to be having this thought like, man, I know God brought them in and Lord, help me just be the blessing that you've called me to be to them. Um, so yeah, the most dangerous man, mm-hmm. like the apostle Paul, person that ain't afraid to die, the person that isn't afraid to lose it all in the yeah. pursuit of something bigger. Yeah. And that was Paul. Um, dude straight up worked all day and then ministered at night. Mm-hmm. He said that he made his own wages, um, would go in these places and just work. Um, and then he'd go and get the word. And he had all these people trying to copy him, um, say bad things about him. And he was just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Get in line. Yeah. And I think that's why they hated Jesus so much, too, because Jesus was the same way. Oh, totally. With everything that he did, because they threatened him multiple times. I mean, he knew they didn't have to threaten him to his face. Right. But he knew what was going on because he knew the grander plan. Yep. But he wasn't afraid of them. And then that's probably, to them, they might have seen it as arrogance. We know it wasn't arrogance. It was just confidence that he was walking in. It's courage. Courage, confidence in who he was. Yep. But he wasn't afraid to lose everything. He also knew that he was going to come back. Totally. Sure. But so do we. We know that we're going to be on the other side of eternity with, so we're not rising from the dead, but, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's so important. I want to bring it back to appetizers because we talk about not being afraid to lose it all. Mm-hmm. On your while you're in the hallway, and like you said, we're going to be in the hallway 100 percent of the time, right? If you're not, if you're so tied up on, and we're going back to appetizers, if you're so tied up on spending 100 bucks for food, you're you're like the herd. You're just playing it safe. You're you're not going to enjoy your meal. You're not going to enjoy your time. And I think that. And we have to just look at things differently. What's more valuable? Creating memories with yeah. your family, your kids, or saving the hundred bucks? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say even if you do decide in that season, hey, I'm not it's not worth submitting a yeah. hundred yeah. bucks, then don't do it. Don't grudge yourself along like, okay, we yeah. go. And then you're miserable. Yeah. And now you just created a miserable experience for someone else. Like, just decide, yeah, stay at home. We're going to eat cheese and crackers. But yeah. we're going to do it. And we're going to light this candle here. And it's going to be great. And we're going to cheer some 7-Up and call it good. You know, like, yeah. I think a lot of times we all buy into this facade that we got to say yes certain times. We got to say no certain times. And it's like, you decide that for yourself. Don't let someone else decide that for you you decide it for you and your family and if you and your family are solid on it stand on your own too and then keep going Mm -hmm. i don't need anyone to understand what i do would it help sometimes if they did sure Mm -hmm. but do i need it to continue a lot of my life i did but as soon as i have let that go people respect you more they really do even though they have all of the tips and tricks for you you actually doing your own thing and coming out the other side, whether it's right or wrong, as long as you come out the other side, period, you're more respected. Mm-hmm. And so I do take people's 
experience, their knowledge, their criticism, their whatever you want to say, I, I do. I'll take it and I'll take the nuggets out of it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I feel like is best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll weigh everything the best I can, but I don't need you to understand my decision for me to continue operating in it. Yeah. And there's another leg of the most dangerous people is people who can make their own decisions. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Think for themselves. There's another, um, there's another deeper topic. That's, to go an, into. that's an unplugging <laughs> from the matrix for yeah. real. Yeah. No, it's, that's the truth, but that's good stuff. Appetizers, man. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? I didn't. Appetizers in the hallway. Yeah. That's the title right there. That's it. Caleb, appetizers appetizers in, in the hallway. hallway. Yeah. There's a snake in my boots. I don't know why I just said that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of Toy Story, I guess. Yeah. Made me think of that video I sent you. Which one? Where, uh, where Woody walks in. Don't. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm not going to say it. Well, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that. Me. Oh man! Oh my gosh. Caleb, what's your title again? When I don't, I don't want to butcher your official title. Uh, I'm videographer. videographer. I want. No, I feel like you have a higher well, like, calling than that. Okay. Okay, I got you. Can I call you like chief of content creation? Chief of creation. Cock. <laughs> I'm going to go with chief of content creations. I'm going to go with chief chief of content creation so it's still cock. But it's, but it's just a little bit of extra. It's not cack. Let's just be clear with cock. that. It's cock. It's with two C's though. It is with two C's. Extra chief inch. of content. Con yeah, exactly. Maybe another, maybe two inches. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Are we rolling? Are we good to go? What was I doing? Okay. On the topic of appetizers... Caleb, who is our chief of content creation at the Sean team. Cock. <laughs> chief of con yeah, that. Um, brought up a tier list that we're going to do with our favorite appetizers. So apparently, where did you say in Japan? Yeah. I'm going to explain it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds a little racist to me. <laughs> now I have to explain it or else I'm going to be racist. So in Japan, they have an S rating that's above A on your schoolwork. Is it like Stanford Superior? I don't know. Perfect. I'm a genius. Uh, I should deserve an S. Thank you. <laughs> Caleb's going to go through a list of appetizers, and we're going to rank them all the way to D. D's are bottom, so S being superior. S being superior, A, B, C, and D. Okay. All right, Caleb, let's kick it off. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so Buffalo Wings. The, the, the original, original. The original Buffalo Wings. That's... Okay. Yeah, so they can be different flavors, Caleb okay. said. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, that's obviously a, a historic... It's a classic. It's a pastime. It's it is a classic. classic. Is what it is. Uh, see... I'm going to throw it in B. That's where I'm going to put mine. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to throw it in C. Yeah. Yep. 
Can I change my rating if we get to like a different one? See, that that's like, the oh. tricky part, and that's why. No, so to answer your question, race, no, <laughs> no, you can't. And here's why. All right. Because part of my strategy for putting it as a C is because I needed to give room for the unknown. All right, I'm gonna change it to C. It's you, too late. You, it's too late. Yeah, you can't. Crap. Race, your list is jacked. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, hit us. Oh, Dude, fried, fried pickles. pickles. Woo! I'm going to include that in my list. Can I include Woo! that in my list? I'm going to throw that in C. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Go for it, Liz. I, I don't know where to throw it. I, one, I don't like pickles, and two, I've never had Dan Scott, you got to put it low. Just throw, throw it in there low. Throw it. We're going to, to D. Just put it in F so you don't have to use your list that we're actually making. D's nuts. No? Oh. Um, so D's the lowest. Okay, I'm going to put it in D. Okay, so I haven't put it in a category yet, or in a placement. My wife loved those when she was pregnant, so we had them, like, all the freaking time. Pappy McGregor's and Paso oh, okay. has some decent ones, um, but we've tried in lots of different fried pickles. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Man, this is hard to do. I'm going to give it a B. That's good. I'm going to specify, too, that my fried pickles that I want are from the pickle deli that's on Mooney. Mm, yeah, those are good. Like over. Those are good. Yeah. kind of feel like I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it was the fried pickles or what, but I am battling that currently. All right, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> Oh, have you been? He asked if we've been to Outback. That's what. And yes, we have been to Outback. Who he asked? Was, and Caleb so now did. you're gonna probably ask him about the blooming onion. That's what I was figuring. Oh, frick, Lewis, hit us first on this one, dog. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, I, to be honest with you, I'd put it at D, but um, I've already used that, and I've already used C, so I'm gonna put it at B. I've never had it. So now you're kind of getting cornered a little bit. I feel. I, I yeah. I feel based on your list that you are maybe a little bit picky on what you do like. Yes. Yeah. I, I. That's safe to say. Yeah. yeah. Like you're probably like me. I'll eat a lot of mm -hmm. stuff, but like we're talking about preferences. Yeah. Like I got. Yeah. Okay. Now, if it was like onion rings from like Red Robin, that's a little different. But the blooming onion, it just. Could we go ahead and make never a fair assumption that. here that maybe we put it all under the same category? Blooming yeah. onion. Um. Onion rings. That's a good idea. I would agree, but just for the sake, just for the of sake of using this, the, yeah, we'll put them all in there together, and then maybe would you justify fried onions as your B then? Uh, yeah, let's. Yeah, it would be okay. Me. I'm gonna throw them in uh, D, and just because my list is made of such elite things, that's why it's at the end of the list. That I like, it's not that they're the worst, but I just like the other ones more. If that makes sense. Like the fried pickles, I like it more. The buffalo wings, I'd like it more. Bad and bougie. You know? Yeah, bad and bougie. I have a sense. couple as well that are up there. The thing is, Reese, I don't know if they're going to be called. I'm going to call mine out, my number one, because I already know what it is. Okay, so, so hold on called, right now. Hold on, yours is what? Not what your favorite is. D. How many letters do we have taken so far? There's I only two slots available, right? Yeah, have, yeah, D. Do you still have A and C B and available? B. I have A and... I have A and S available. Oh, wait. What did I do? I had Ooh, D, I have a and S, I think, too. D and, then, and C and B. Yeah. 
D, C, and B. So mm-hmm. I have A and S. So we all have A and S. Yeah. yeah. So so in a way, all of us were holding out for the top ones for sure. Yeah. Can we just name our top two? Is that possible? Okay. 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 Cool. We're just gonna debate after Caleb calls a few more. Just. <laughs> I don't even want to put it on the list, but I guess my only option is A or S, so I'll just put it in A. In a way, when we get burgers and fries, are fries not the appetizer? That is, that's a good point. I would consider that more of a side than an appetizer. Onion rings could fit the side category, but it could be both. But I'm going to say fries is more of a side than an appetizer. Yeah. Second shot warning on the poop. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and cross my legs. All right, thanks, <laughs> fries. Did you give your letter? Oh. <laughs> 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 What's your letter for your fries, fool? Oh, frick, dude! Hard to think straight. You got poop coming out your eyes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't even know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put fries up there. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, a. I'll say a too. It's not a. It's not s for me, but I do say it's a because we eat them so much that we're taking them for granted. That's but true. imagine if they were taken, yeah, and we didn't true. get to eat them as often as that's we do. Good, it's gonna right. be up there, dude. Mm-hmm. Pota- a potato in and of itself is gonna be up there. Can right. I? Can I put? Can I say potato wedges like mojos? Can I include that in that category? Because yeah. some potato. good mojos, bro. Like oh, up okay, there for me, dude. dude. Winco, have you guys had the Winco mojos? You go to their little back where they sell their fried chicken. At least, oh, dude, that makes sense. That sounds great. This, no, it sounds great. Mojos, dude, or even Save Mart. Save Mart has some solid mojos too. You can buy them in their little section. I just hit up that Sierra Mini Mart mojo. Oh, Jack's getting Jack's go. Or Jack's getting go. go. Jack's getting go's got some. Shout solid out to mojos. Jack's getting go, a future Woo! sponsor of the Not So Real Estate Real Estate Podcast. True. Located just around the corner from us on the corner of J and Tulare Avenue. Jack's getting go, your local convenience store for gas, food, and catering. All right. That was, that was really beautiful. solid, dude. Yeah, that was good. I'm really impressed with that ad that you just read right now. Thank you. We didn't even have an ad, but it was nope. there. Yeah. Nope. Maybe I'm, they'll I'm give fu- us some food to eat on the podcast. No, I'm future casting because I believe if you want something, you got to put it out there. Yeah, manifest it. I would love to have some awesome local sponsors to be a part of this. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be sick. All right. Okay, hit me. Oh, I already know what you're gonna say. So, Caleb said bread. I'm just putting it on the mic. Yep. Here. I'm just gonna bring up Cheesecake Factory because I feel like we should. The that, yeah. The brown bread. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hits. Yeah. The white bread's good too, but I th- I feel like the brown. The white bread's sour. Thought we were trying to sour. avoid racism. <laughs> it's sourdough race. I knew you were gonna say that. Um. First Japan. Now the brown and the white breads. Come on, guys. We're unplugging from the Matrix. So, um, this is a... Bread's a... You can say it's a passion. Yeah, I we like were, that. Uh, 
it's a little story time. So we're over here talking about poop and stuff. So, um, <laughs> and and it's gonna tie in. So we went this to we went to uh, South Lake Tahoe. Hmm. There's this one restaurant, and and by all means, I've only eaten there once. So they had brought this bread. I don't know what type of bread it was, but it was literally a loaf of bread. We ate. We there was four of us. We ate it all, and then when we were about to leave. I asked for another loaf of bread for myself. Proud of you. The best bread ever. Mm. But it gives you a lot of gases. Mm. It's the yeast. <laughs> yeah. It's the glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, bread is... It, so I mean, for one, Caleb, amazing job. Yeah. Throwing those out the way you yeah. did. Hands down, dude. Um, bread's gonna be my ass. Mm-hmm. Even though it's my only slot, it was perfect. Thank you for teeing that it's up. It's so versatile. We yeah. will talk about after this. It is versatile. Mm-hmm. I love that we covered the potato, mm-hmm. the onion, mm-hmm. and bread. Yeah. yeah, top three pickles too. And then pickles were in there, but it makes sense. Like those three, yeah. in general, are more tie-in. Um, but we will talk about. I yeah. think our top two favorites. Minor seafood. I'm actually oh yes, dude. lean that way. One so of we'll, mine is yes, my top two. So we'll, is. We'll, we'll but I will it. say also, um, cattleman's bread, fire, super bomb. I don't know if I mentioned the restaurant at Lake Tahoe, but it's Friday's Steakhouse. I don't know if okay. you guys are in there. Oh, Friday's Steakhouse. Yeah, mm. my favorite. My favorite thing is when they bring you like the oil and vinegar mixture oh, to throw up in yep. there. Like it don't even matter what kind with of bread it is. With the butter. With black butter, pepper. You just with like, some pepper, yeah. yeah. I've never had that before. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah, you so just good. dip that in there and just like, just like that. How? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so favorite appetizers. Can we go around Robin? We got the list pretty much more or less dialed. Um, All right, so top two... You guys have your answers, or do you need a second? I have one more. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and start then. You can be thinking. Kick it off. I said it was seafood, and it's it's the truth. I'm going to go with, uh, and this was an acquired taste. So this has just happened in the last eight years of my life. Calamari. I love sampling yep. calamaris from different places as an appetizer. Um, so calamari is a big one. And then for me, it's not going to be as popular. But either a good shrimp cocktail or some oysters. Mm. Mm. That is my number one. Which oysters? Oysters. Okay. Um, and I just went there with my parents. This place is called the Oyster Loft in Pismo. Yep. We just went yep. there the other day. It's so good. The Rockefeller oysters are so bomb. They got the Asiago. Rockefeller. Um, and they put it on a bed of rock salt. And so what I'll do is just like get a couple pieces of the salt and throw it up in there. Whoa, they have dude! Like a, to- a roasted lime that they that they put, Makes and it it's juicier. it's got the scar. It's got the scar. Is that the word scarring across it that you can tell that they put it on the grill, like the grill marks. And, yeah, and then you just squeeze it on there. You got your little two pronged fork. You just clip mm-hmm. that thing out, mm-hmm. put it in your mouth. Yep. Bomb. My second thing is and. And this one could possibly change, but I was just really feeling it. It's also from the Oyster Loft. There are Brussels sprouts there. Brussels, Brussels sprouts, a lot of people sleep on Brussels sprouts. Because when you cook them good with, like, some bacon, they, they, it, they had some crema sauce on them at this restaurant. They were pretty amazing, actually. 
Salute you on the Brussels sprouts, dude. I've tried, bro. Dude, I, they're a sleeper, bro. I, I for me, I think it's a you, texture. You thing. probably haven't had good ones though. They have such good texture. It's like solid. You, you know, no, yeah. oh. maybe we'll have to go there sometime and <sighs> you can try mine. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, dude, but I can appreciate your yeah. response. Um, yeah, I've struggled with those. I want to though. I really do want yeah. to. That and asparagus. I want to like both I mean, of them. I just can't do it with asparagus. Asparagus makes your pee smell. Yes. Yes. It does. Yep. That's true. It absolutely does. And pee backwards is eep. <laughs> Have you guys seen um, Elf? Have you seen Elf? Yeah. Players. I like the the part in that when they're coming up with like story ideas and he he gives the idea of a family of asparagus that live oh, on yeah. a farm yeah and he said but the kids are self-conscious about the way their pee smells <laughs> well this cracks me up dude yeah it <laughs> is a good one and they're talking to the little short guy what's his name that's on elf he said yeah what's his name his name is peter dinklage yeah my favorite part on elf is when Buddy's getting ready to go find his dad. And... Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hope you find your dad. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yikes. Bye, but Mr. yes, Mama. that is absolutely yep. my favorite. Yep. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Norwell. <laughs> Freaking A. Oh, gosh. All right, Lewis, what you got? All right, so... This might, this might sound a little basic, but my top... Go to chips and salsa, dude. Salute, salute bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, salute. I slept and forgot them on. Forgot about that. My Those bad. are another one. Sorry, can no, I just no, say go something? For it, go for it. That's another one that we kind of take for granted here. Now that you just brought that up, like you were talking about fries. No, you want to talk about what we take for granted that people are stopping to do now? Tortilla chips with some salsa and just a little thing of refried beans with some yeah. cheese on oh, top, dude. dude. People dude. stop doing that. They stop they doing it, bro. Doing it. Chipala, I think, still does it. Ch- Chalitos and Tulare, I think, still Yeah, Chalitos yeah. will do it too. Uh, anyway, but hit him, um, hit him with yeah. your second one. My second one, dude, it's going to have to be calamari. Mm. There's this one place in Monterey. It's called the Grotos. Um, mm-hmm. The English version and then Grotos for the mm-hmm. Spanish people out there. Um, I believe that was the same word, though. Yeah, it's just with an accent. Okay. Um, yeah, they're calamari fire, dude. And I do like trying mm-hmm. uh, calamari from different places as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheesecake Factory is good calamari, actually. I feel yes. like you're really hyping up Cheesecake Factory. I've been well. I'm not trying to hype it up. It's just it's come up a couple times. <sighs> you know, you don't like Cheesecake Factory. I do. I do. There was this one time that Lewis and I were in Fresno, and we went to Cheesecake Factory, and he told me not to tell Vanessa. <laughs> Well, now Thanks, it's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what was this? This was this a year ago. This was a year ago. Statutes of limitations. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's you're fine. That's why I figured it was fine to bring it up. No, statute, it's fine. Yeah, statute it's, of limitations. It's yeah. been more than. But anyway, because what here. I like about it, too, or, you know, I like the places, and this is kind of weird because some people aren't into it, but I like the places that have the actual ones that have the tentacles. Oh, <laughs> You know? You like the tentacles? I do. Are you talking about octopus? No, I'm talking about like the calamari that have the tentacles. Still. Oh, my God. Uh, it looks like a little octopus. It does. And a little octopi. Octopius. Octopies. Yeah. True. <laughs> Speaking about octopi, do you guys know how to say cactus? Like plural? Cacti? Oh, yeah. mm. Yep. 
Do you, you know do? how to say say goose plural? Geese. Geese is. Oh. Was he kidding? I don't know. Come here, little gooses. Viewers, go ahead and uh, comment below if Reese was actually kidding about the gooses or not. I have a feeling that he wasn't. But go ahead, weigh in. Let me know. Weigh in. All right. Well, we got through the appetizers, mm -hmm. our favorites. I think that's good. Um, if there were any appetizers that we slept on, mm. please bring it to the Shout forefront of our brain so that we can Shout go enjoy out. it next week. Shout it out. Oh, comment you know it. What? Do whatever. We need to know Sorry. though. Help us out here. Sorry. Japanese food. Tell us. Dude, bomb miso soup does hit. Miso soup at Gozen and Tokyo. When it's doctored right. When it's doctored right for sure. Miso. <laughs> I could even eat it like just how it comes. You know? Like I could just eat it like that. I gotta have some spice in there, man. Give me some chili oil, give me some sriracha, give me something that I can mix that up with. Mm -hmm. Or some That's spicy mayo up in there also is bomb. One appetizer I I um I don't know real quick. One appetizer I just question, I just ask why. Because I did taste it and I didn't like it. Maybe it's an acquired taste and I take some time. Um it's uh, seaweed. Oh, heard I've heard about that, like uh sea like seaweed tempura, like they fry it and mm. do anything. Yeah. Um, Never had it. I don't know. All I think of with seaweed is the SpongeBob episode when there's the machine that calculates the percentage of what something is because they're trying to figure out the formula for the secret Krabby Patty <laughs> recipe. And they drop in a piece of seaweed and it says 50% sea and 50% weed. <laughs> so mm. that's what I think of on seaweed. And I don't think I've ever ate any, to be honest. Yeah, I, I know there's some great benefits mm. to seaweed. Don't people do sea like seaweed juices? And different things like that. Yeah, that I got a buddy that slang some of it. My boy, yeah, boy Cliff. So, what are you talking about? What is this? Got saying? the hookup on the seaweed. Oh, um, one stop shop, baby. Octopus steak. Have you guys ever had a good octopus steak? Uh, uh, this is another. So place. that's calamari, though, right? It's just no, a calamari no, steak, essentially. Technically, so so calamari and octopus are technically two different things. Like okay. they're similar, but they're technically two different things. Like they look the same. But like Chicken and turkey. Pretty much. That's a really good... Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. Let's yeah. roll with that. So, uh, uh, with the it. Oyster Loft, again, my third thing bringing up from there, they have a good octopus steak. It's mm. pretty bomb. It's like, it doesn't taste fishy. Like Chewy. It's, Is it, it, it's not chewy. Rubbery at it's all? It's tender. That's it's the big thing with good. me and seafood is when good. it starts getting too rubbery on yeah. thick like, chunks of meat with it, Yeah. I'm going to struggle a little bit. Yeah, I feel that. Like, it either needs to melt in my mouth or needs to feel like chicken. That's why like, oysters make it. Oysters can get fishy. <laughs> oysters can get fishy sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. There's a place in Morro Bay. So, this the weekend that I discovered Rockefeller oysters, I had two different ones. And one of them was a place in Morro Bay, and it was, like, chewy. And I wasn't mm. a fan. I feel like I was, like, eating a brain or something. Ah. Yeah. yeah. 
This uh, this just came to mind. It'll be pretty dope because we talk about Rockefeller oysters, and the first time I tried Rockefeller oysters was at Pappy McGregor's. Pappy McGregor's is mm, good. Those might are have good. To, might have to pick up these mics and go to Pappy McGregor's. Yeah, I and think get that Michael would, on there. That'd I think that fun. would be awesome. That would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. Mike on the mic. Yeah, we will get yeah. Michael on here. Yeah, oh yeah, we we'll get a lot of, pe- a lot of yeah. people on here. Yeah, true. Cool. Well, um, I would love to talk about something just this week a win on the real estate yeah. entrepreneurial team building side. We had our May the 4th team meeting. Yes, we did. It was the greatest team meeting probably that we've ever had. I would say. Oh yeah. I mean, we had a full on battle between We did. You was talk it, us through that. Was like, it Luke Skywalker? Or was it Obi-Wan? It was Luke Skywalker. It was Luke you had Skywalker. Lu- you had Luke's lightsaber. You did. Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader. Technically, you had first I'm not even going to go into it. Yeah. Why don't we talk about, can we talk about what we locked in this week? Yeah. Oh, that'd I be awesome. Talk about the wins. Can I want to talk Lewis, about that. Yeah. Let's yeah, have Lewis talk st- about the wins. Tell us, Lewis. Cool. So some huge wins. We locked up, well, for one, our first project in Paso Robles is on the market. Yes. Uh, 714 Shannon Hill Drive. If you want to take a look at it in Paso Robles. We then are, have started on our second project. But the cool thing, two things that we have locked up is a 10-unit apartment complex. And the best part about that is it all started with a 10-minute conversation with Michael Michael Massey. Massey. I can't wait to have him on this podcast. So the the gist of it is messed around and got a deal in Paso. And then messed around and got another deal. Messed around and got another deal and then had the ability to be like hey i know you're great over here at central coast michael do you mind listing these properties for mm-hmm. us <clears throat> and he said oh yeah well i think there's an off-market opportunity for a multi-family would Wait, you guys want can i ex- can i explain yeah. how this can we do the whole thing because the order of it is so important and there's such a hidden message in there for what success looks like yes yeah. okay so <clears throat> should i start from last year when we first met with michael um, or is that too far back we can come back to that okay. at some other point, but let's just, just do the, the Paso locking up the deals that we did. What was the process of that? Okay. Because there's some power in there, and then we'll yep. move into the Tinplex, and then we'll uh, do our favorite uh, rap lines of the week. Okay. Do you want to go into it? No, no you, you t- talk about it, and then I, I did want to talk about the, the one we just locked in today, because in our first episode, we talked about how acquisitions isn't about making all this money. It's about helping the helping the team and stuff and and someone on our team is benefiting from bringing us i kind of want to talk about a little yeah that'd be great let's do that that'd be great um but okay yeah so this paso deal we ended up we we came across this deal in a tascadero um that was listed online and um i made a great we, we made a great relationship with the company with the girl that was listing it um, her name is Jessica and, uh, they were great to work with, but, uh, we went over there to look at this property. We met up with our friend, Michael Massey, who's a realtor in Paso Robles, who's listing Shannon Hill. Um, and we met him there and she, while we were there, she let me know that they do have another property coming up in Paso Robles. So we're like, sure, let's go. We're in the neighborhood. Yeah. We're, we're here. Like, let's just go look at it. And we went by and we loved it. We ended up submitting an offer on both properties, mm-hmm. and then the one in Atascadero, they decided to keep and fix themselves, which they're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we 
got our offer accepted on Shannon Hill, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, started work on that one. Then, I don't know, probably a week. Well, no, while we were in escrow on Shannon Hill, right? I can't remember exactly the Towards timeline. Towards the tail end. Towards the tail end of being an escrow on Shannon Hill. Uh, we came across the property on Bolin. Mm-hmm. Um, talked with that company. Um, she was super nice, but wasn't as easy as the other one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, But uh, we... Well, and we had to compete on that Yeah, one, we right? did have to compete with a couple offers, supposedly, quote-unquote. But yeah, um, uh, we got our offer accepted on that one, and then um, closed on it, and then... Do you want to talk? Do you want to go more into detail, or am I doing okay? No, this is okay. Cool. This is great. I I want to jump in afterwards to just help people understand. Yeah, like how this correlates to success in their life. Yeah, true. Okay, so then we were able to close on Bolin uh, just a couple weeks ago, and we uh, finished Shannon Hill last week. Got it listed last week or this week, right? Mm-hmm. Got it yeah. listed, and then while we were finishing shannon hill we were at paso robles with michael and we actually asked him if there was a ghetto side to paso robles Mm. and he said well yeah it's past this street or whatever and so then i asked him i was like well michael are you selling any homes over there and he was like well i'm actually working on a 10 unit complex and we're like, well, why haven't you told us about it? And so then that's how the conversation brought up. But it was started because we were asking. And then we go over to this area of town, and it's nice. Like, it's not even the ghetto. And I'm like, dude, what? Yeah, you know, we're from Tulare. Yeah. So. Can I can I say one thing? Yeah, it's so – this is cool. If you, so uh, Shannon Hill, we got – because we went originally to go look at the, another property in Tuscadero. Mm-hmm. The 10 units – was brought up while we were originally going to look at two other deals that unfortunately we didn't get, but yeah, it's, that's right. Yeah, it's, that's it's point. so funny how everything works out. Well, and I think the best way I could put it mm-hmm. is faith is a verb. Yeah. yeah. And what that means, like, yeah, you can have faith in your mind, but faith played out means going and believing that you are being sent, mm-hmm. whether it's for the actual thing you think you're going for or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, that's been the testimony this whole time between here and the Paso stuff going on, um, or anything that we've really done as a group. It's, we think we're going over here to accomplish or get this and God blesses us in another way. Yeah. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that other thing, we would have never been over there. True. And that's why I said we resent the hallway, not knowing that the hallway has blessings for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I got to take a step in it and I got to keep taking a step. And even though I think it might be that one, it's not. And so that's the the active part of faith that I think this acquisitions group has been so good in is we just march and we yeah. walk and we lose money on deals and we gain money on others. We break even and we'll get into the meat of that in another episode. And I think it would be really, really awesome um, to still elaborate on this stuff because I think we'll be talking about it as we close and yeah. all that stuff and reflect on it. Um, so we'll do that in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I would love for us to finish up. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't followed the Sean team, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, LinkedIn, you can see all of our projects and pictures and all the fun stuff that we have going on. Uh, 
So we're just touching on it here, but mm. understand that you can get more mm. meat in our other platforms on yeah. that stuff as well. Or what I also, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go for it. Oh, I was, uh, was going to say, I also texted Jessica, the girl that we bought Shannon Hill from, and I sent her the link to the app. Oh, you did? Yeah. And so she she thought it was super cool. Nice. Super nice. Yeah. yeah. That's dope, dude. Yeah. Also, download the Shanti map if you haven't already. Oh, the Shanti map, for sure. It's got Central Coast properties on yes, there, too. Very so good. Continue with. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so another win. So yeah, 10, ten units. Um, our Fresno property, shout out to Viola, is yes. finally live now. Um, so that was cool. What's and the address for that? It's uh, 4140 East Clay Avenue mm -hmm. in Fresno. So if you want to check that out. Um, but one other uh, big win, I think this is a great win because um, there was a deal that was brought to us from um, a team member on our team named Steven Duck. Yep. Yeah, and Shout out, it's just so cool to see how this, um, how everything works out. So while we're over here uh, doing our thing in Paso and Fresno and getting everything ready, we have people that are bringing deals. But not only are you know not only is the team going to benefit, but Steven's benefiting from that because um, totally. you know it's just it's just uh, it's just really cool. I don't know. I think Isn't you that should a elaborate. That. Yeah. Moment mm -hmm. yeah, of what happens when you start building the ship yeah just start building it you don't have to have it all just start building it animals are going to come and mm -hmm. fill it um and i think what is happening is we get to see some of the fruit of just operating in faith yeah. hey we're going to create standard operating procedures and hey we're going to start translating some of this stuff up in our brain that we know how to do onto paper because we believe it's bigger than us mm -hmm. and then god blesses it right it's yeah. like he almost like anoints that it's like okay i see you here you go yeah and then he gets to bless others through it, That's which true. is probably the most mighty thing that we do is who we get to serve in the process of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then who gets to reap the benefits. Um, it's so many more people than just us. And that is what makes me excited every day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll touch on that and just how we're able to partner with agents now and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, wholesalers and also uh, hedge fund companies corporations there's lots of partnerships that we've been able to mm -hmm. make and we'll continue to explore um neighborhoods get improved mm -hmm. neighbors get really really happy yeah uh to we'll see, see some of their sore thumb projects of the neighborhood being improved mm -hmm. um so love the that side of it you know yeah. when business is done right you get to bless others and bless neighborhoods and that's yeah. what we're here to do mm -hmm. so all right got a wrap yeah let's uh let's talk about our lines today what do we got Lewis? you guys want me to go first well i guess we should explain too so every week do we need okay, to yeah. explain yeah. yeah just real quick so uh every week uh, or every podcast we choose a rap verse or it can be any verse whether it be country um not country yeah not country well, i've just said that to include everyone but it's mainly rap <laughs> yeah um but yeah, yeah we all have a verse so who wants to kick it off i think you should go first Lewis. Alrighty. Well, let's see if I remember it. It's from, uh, well, I should just say it first and then say where it's yeah. from. Okay. So the line goes something like this. I'm thinking of the line. Honestly, and I already forgot what mine was. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. It goes, uh, it goes bleep. They afraid to come to us. So they run from us. Oh, frick. And uh, I definitely butchered it, but it, it's it's very something simple. like that. What's yeah. that from? 
Sanders Rose. Sanders nope. Rose. Uh, is it? Yeah. It is. Oh, it is from Sanders yeah. Rose. Oh, okay. Nice. It's by Drake. Nice. Nope. Wait. Nice. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Sorry, Blake. Go ahead. Um. No, I was just gonna say that I don't. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Do you want me to give it to you? Yeah. Give me just a little thing because I know we had talked about it's it. Oh. Reese, go ahead and say it. You want me to say it? Yeah, I want you to say and it. And I'm then. still going to say mine afterwards. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So it's from a song called You Only Live Twice. Mm. He says, bullet wounds don't be covered by Obamacare. Oof. It's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So the one I had for today, this is the third line that we've that has come out of this song for the podcast, but it's just full of gems. Mm. Blake stole it from me last week, and then I still use this song, but I'm going to use the line, and the line that I've chosen for this week says, if you ain't been a part of it, at least you got to witness. Oh, frick, dude. Hey. It's heavy. Man. Yeah. Putting with my nine iron because I can't miss. So, there we go. Let's throw that one out there. Yeah, that was a good one. What was the other one that she's in? I can't remember. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yep. um, <laughs> appreciate you guys following along, witnessing, and embarking on the journey we called Appetizers in the Hallway. Yep. Next week, boys, what do we got? Uh, what what do we got? I think you should choose. All right. We get to talk about foundations. Hmm. We're going to talk about foundations next week. Foundational yep. items. Yep. Cool. Cool. And with that being said, Reese, what podcast is this? This is the Not So Real Estate Real Estate Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Lewis. And I'm Blake. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. See ya. Meow.